Probably the most common single symptom of a totalitarian regime is when the state police is used to basically intimidate a journalist who may be writing about the people in power and something the people in power don't particularly like. We saw this in the Soviet Union, saw it in Nazi Germany. We see it all the time in South America. Now, the question is, are we seeing it here in America right now? Hi, everybody. I'm Bill Whittle here with Steve Green and Scott Ott, and this is your right angle about, uh, I think, a patriot that you probably don't want to mess around with. I would consider him to be the most important player on the board. I think he's certainly the most dangerous player on the board. And I'm talking about uh, James O'Keefe and his project Veritas. As you probably remember, James uh, became uh, showed up on the radar when he did undercover work showing that Acorn was basically encouraging people to uh, do illegal things. And that was the end of Acorn. And from then, he's just continued to show underground footage of just how bad this, this rot is. Well, a few days ago, uh, James O'Keefe got a visit from the FBI. Details are not terribly important to the argument I'm making, but essentially he has possession of a diary, uh, apparently, that belongs to Joe Biden's daughter. Uh, he's been working with law enforcement on this. It's not like he's taken it and run. Uh, what's in the diary? I don't know. But it's a grown woman and part of the Biden family. I'd be willing to bet you that because there's so much to think about this, this is more than his daughter saying, geez, I really wish Justin Timberlake would get back and in, 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 in sync and, and, and get the band together. So all of this to say this, uh, gentlemen, this is what James O'Keefe had to say about what happened to him during his experience. I woke up to a pre-dawn raid banging on my door. I went to the door to answer the door and there were 10 FBI agents with a battering ram, white blinding lights. They turned me around, handcuffed me, and threw me against the hallway. I was partially clothed in front of my neighbors. They confiscated my phone. They raided my apartment. So I've heard the phrase, the process is the punishment. I didn't really understand what that meant until this weekend. And Sean, I wouldn't wish this on any journalist. He was being, that's a transcript of his interview with uh, Sean Hannity about this incident. Uh, Scott, uh, he said he wouldn't wish this on any journalist. Um, when the FBI shows up at, uh, in the early hours uh, and basically come with a battering ram and, and bright white lights, and, and uh, they didn't have to bash the door down, but they came at six o'clock in the morning prepared to bash the door down. I think that's pretty clear. Handcuffed, thrown against the wall, half naked, this kind of thing. This is what you do with people who are considered to be a threat to the agents involved. Right. This is the kind of thing you would use for people who you expect are going to resist uh, a legal search warrant. James O'Keefe has never done anything like that, ever. And I maintain that this is an intimidation tactic uh, by essentially the state police to basically get him to back off. That's what I think it is. There are other possible explanations. What do you think? Well, if that is the intent, it's the, the most uh, deluded attempt at doing so I've ever seen, because the only way you get James O'Keefe to back off is you take him to some CIA black site that's, uh, you know, on an, <laughs> on an oil barge out in the middle of the Pacific. That's or right. Uh, so that's ridiculous. And in fact, what they just did was the James O'Keefe uh, full employment plan for the next 10 years. Uh, Beautifully they just said. Drew a bunch of attention to this guy because he's doing something that contradicts what uh, what the government wants him to do, or at least that's going to be the perception of it. The whole raid, uh, and I'm using his terminology here, doesn't, doesn't really make a whole lot of sense because it seems 
that there's no contesting the basic facts of the case. Number one, that O'Keefe didn't steal the diary. Uh, Number two, that he didn't use the diary. He didn't publish it. And in fact, he didn't think that it had enough credibility for him to use it. So even though he had an opportunity to publish it before the presidential election, he didn't because he couldn't be sure of the provenance of it. He couldn't be sure of the contents of it. And he didn't want to use it because he couldn't verify its authenticity or the authenticity of what was contained within it. So so he didn't use it, didn't publish it. He didn't even keep it. He gave it to law enforcement at the time. So this is not something that just happened recently. Uh, he turned it over to law enforcement. And in fact, he said uh, that he's also he also tried to give it back to uh, President Biden's daughter via her attorney, but they refused to take it. And so everything about it just doesn't make any sense because what the the officials there said was uh, we conducted a law enforcement activity, but there's no indication of a breach of law, at least not on the part of James O'Keefe. Well, you say there's no uh, explanation for it. There's no uh, explanation for it in terms of legitimate uh, operations of a of a law enforcement agency. I didn't say there's no explanation for it. I said it doesn't make much sense. So clearly <laughs> there could pardon. be multiple explanations for it. <laughs> okay. I have a theory uh, because I recall um, back when all of us were working at our uh, PJTV, I recall when the guy who caused the Benghazi uprising that killed four people, you know, that filmmaker who no one has ever heard of, who made a film about Muhammad six months earlier, I recall seeing 12 or 13 or 20 state troopers at his house at two o'clock in the morning with bright white lights, taking him to be arrested. And he spent nearly a year in jail for having made a movie that had nothing to do with anything. And even if it did, you apparently have a right to freedom of speech in this country, unless Hillary Clinton decides that she wants to make you a scapegoat. And I didn't imagine this. This is not something that I cooked up in my fevered, fetid mind filled with with conspiracy theories as I lie in my opium den (laughs) being consumed by malaria. Now, Steve, uh, let me read another quote uh, from uh, from uh, James uh, regarding this thing. These are about certain principles that are so fundamental. Our First Amendment in this country. I'm calling upon all journalists to take a stand against this. A source comes to us with information. I don't even decide to publish it. If they can do this to me, they can do this to this journalist and raid my home and take my reporter notes, then they'll do it to any journalist. This is about something very fundamental in this country. I don't know what direction this country is going in, but journalists everywhere have to rise up because we broke no laws here. They could do it to me, they'll do it to anybody. Steve, I don't expect other journalists to rise up and and defend James O'Keefe about this because I think the journalists are the people behind this entire narrative. And I think that argument has been made quite a few times on this show and, and elsewhere. This to me looks like, as Scott pointed out, uh, and and I'm very grateful for him providing the details, this is not like James O'Keefe had a nuclear weapon, and it's not even like James O'Keefe had a diary that he refused to give up. These kind of heavy-handed tactics are what thug regimes do in order to intimidate people. And first of all, they pick the wrong patriot to intimidate. But secondly, I think that this is not just a milestone. I think that, that James is right. This is an actual line. When, when a national level law enforcement agency uses that level of force on a journalist who has not committed any crimes, then that is 
a serious, serious, serious issue. Do you agree? Uh, yeah, I do. For all the reasons that uh, you and Scott have just listed. Um, that said, there are two journalists who I think will, if they haven't already, come to O'Keefe's defense. And they're both from the left. And I'm talking about uh, Matt Taby, you probably know from Rolling Stone, and Glenn Greenwald, both of whom- Greenwald's are, been amazing. He's been amazing. Of, it's a man of real integrity. Both of whom are real journalists. I'm not talking about the talking heads, the script readers, the agenda pushers that you see on CNN and MSNBC and NBC and ABC and all the rest, because they're 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 mouth organs of the state. They, they are not reporters in any sense of the word. They have their little journal list, whatever they call it now, and they push narratives. They don't report. Um, I long for the days when we had a lot more journalists not just like O'Keefe, because, you know, he's technically on my side, but real journalists on the left like Matt and Glenn, because we might differ on a lot of policy. We might butt heads and argue day and night over the size and scope of, of the federal government, over the proper size of the regulatory state, about how much we should be spending on welfare, on a whole host of issues. But we could agree on the fundamentals as, as described in the Bill of Rights, that these are the things that we all have inherent to ourselves, these rights, these procedures that the government must follow before they can arrest us, before they can throw us in jail, any of these things. And journalists, more than anybody, real journalists, want and need to defend those rights because their very lives and their livelihoods both depend on the recognition of those inherent rights. Um, we need a lot more. We need a lot more journalists like them and a lot more mouth organs or house organs like uh, like all the rest, at least at the national level. Um, you know, gosh, that Biden clan is just a hot mess. And I really feel sorry for the kids. Bo, of course, nobody deserves to have brain cancer, die at such a young age. Um, Ashley Biden appears to be a complete, complete wreck. I hope she gets her stuff together. Um, she says her diary was stolen. Whoever it was that found it claims she'd left it behind. So whether or not it's stolen property is kind of up in the air. Um, the diary, whether or not it's legitimate, I tend to think it is, but I don't know. Uh, discusses uh, uh, Biden's sexual addiction, drug abuse, all kinds of traumatic life events. Uh, Hunter Biden, we know a lot about uh, the the drugs and and everything else, and. It's so easy to become an addict and it's so difficult to recover from addiction. So on that level, my heart goes out to both of them. On another level, it goes out to them even more, believe it or not, as much as I despise Hunter Biden for all his corruption. But they've got a father who enables them. From everything we've seen, the dad continues letting them spend all the money and do all the things when what they need is the tough love that gets your kids out of these self-destructive cycles. And as near as we can tell, those kids, those adults, those children of, uh, of Joe Biden have never had that tough love that they need. And I don't know, maybe someday they'll get it. Uh, maybe this diary is a real glimpse into a real troubled soul. And there's some details in there that I'm not going to mention on this show. But uh, that aside, we need a lot more real journalism. And I don't know, maybe one of these... Uh, talking heads at one of these big national networks will take a look at this and realize that maybe they're not as secure as they think they are. I'm not holding my breath on that one. Me either. 
when Scott was talking about um, uh, James's handling of the diary, he said he wouldn't publish the information because he couldn't verify it. The word verify comes from the same root as veritas, the name of his organization. It means the truth. Having information that could damage a political opponent and not using it because you cannot ascertain absolutely that it is the truth is the definition of integrity. It's character integrity, it's journalistic integrity, it's American integrity, it's fundamental human integrity. Now, we saw that the journalists that James O'Keefe is appealing to were part of the, of the squad of people who said that there was, as news people, as journalists, there is nothing whatsoever to the Hunter Biden laptop story. They were not only not reporting that story, they were complicit in the suppression of that story. An appeal to those people will go unanswered, and that's just the world that we live in now. Uh, I think this is very clear what this is. I don't think the FBI would have shown up uh, if you'll pardon the expression, guns a-blazing. They weren't quite doing that, but they weren't knocking on the door in the afternoon and saying, hey, Jim, as Scott pointed out in our backstage show, got a couple of questions for you. Can we come in? Maybe we sit down and have a little chat about this. No, no. This is, what a, this is what a police state does to intimidate people. As far as the diary goes, I don't know why the FBI would, would come a marching down to James O'Keefe's place with all of this uh, hardware if there wasn't something interesting in the journal. And we learned from the Biden laptop that we weren't supposed to know existed that the big guy gets his cut. There's more evidence that the big guy gets his cut than that could be a problem for the uh, power structure downstream. We know that the FBI colluded with um, this entire story of, of Donald Trump colluding with the Russians. We know that they made it up in cooperation with the Democratic Party. And this is where we are right now. We have incontrovertible evidence that at least some elements of the nation's national federal law enforcement agency are political operatives who are working for a political cause. And I think that's exactly what this is. I am proud to say that I know James O'Keefe. Uh, what we do in this line of work, strange enough, is a bit of an inversion of the usual argument. What we do when people like Stephen Scott and I and Ben Shapiro and, and Crowder and all the rest of us, when we put our names and our faces out in front of these arguments, that requires a certain amount of moral courage. That requires moral courage, willing to say, I think this is important. I'm going to get, I'm going to get, uh, I'm going to get, uh, darts thrown at me for this, but I need to do it because it's important. James O'Keefe not only has moral courage, James O'Keefe has physical courage, physical courage. James O'Keefe is a is a potentially terminal threat to the thugs that are that are running so many of these scams. He is a person who is in physical danger of his life. And he handles this with a kind of calm courage that I have always admired and I am exceedingly proud to call him a friend of mine. If the idea of a law enforcement agency banging hard on a door of a journalist at six o'clock in the morning, handcuffing him and throwing him against the wall because they don't like what he is holding as information in order to bring the truth to the American people. That happened. And that should be something that should get all of us plenty worried and should also get all of us to get out our checkbooks and go have a look at Project Veritas website.
because even though we deal with the subscription basis here, this guy is the guy who is not only on the front lines morally, he is in actual physical danger and he is being roughed up and he is doing it because he's telling the truth. And that kind of thing used to be what America was all about. And that kind of thing is what America will be all about again in the future when we win these fights with these miserable tyrants who do everything they can to squash the truth and do it in the most ham-handed, stupid way imaginable, because that's who they are. For Steve Green and Scott Ott, I'm Bill Woodle. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for the members for making this possible. We'll see you next week right here on Right Angle. 